This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore. And Tony, we're going to talk about a phenomenon today. We're going to talk about something on everyone's mind. We're going to talk about something that's really relevant and modern and in the news, and that is Fortnite. Yes, Fortnite, <laughs> Fortnite, the video game. The video game that anyone listening that doesn't know what it is, you gotta come out from under that rock because we're talking about that all-encompassing Fortnite video game today. That's yeah, it's the, the most what popular thing in current pop culture. It, it is the biggest pop culture phenomenon to come along in a long time. I mean, more so than movies, TV shows, even if you're not into video games, you've probably heard of Fortnite because uh, it's it's a you know there have been other popular video games like Minecraft, but this this has even surpassed that. Uh, it has. I think they say the most popular video game as far as number of people that play it ever. And we're going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about the numbers behind it, how you know financial aspects, and just basically what's going on with this thing. People need to know. Right. Inquiring minds want to know what is going on with this Fortnite nonsense. Yeah. And I call it nonsense because to me it's nonsense. Yeah. You and me both. We're on the same page. But I don't know if that just that's because we're old and curmudgeonly. Uh, I don't consider you're not old and I don't even consider myself that old. Uh, but I do have kids and you have kids. So you and I definitely know what it is and we stay up on the current news. So we know what we're talking about. I think a lot of our listeners probably do as well. Now, some seniors out there uh, might not know what Fortnite is. I don't know if my mom and dad do. I haven't talked to them about it, but I assume they've heard the kids say it. So they're grandkids. If you have grandkids or children that are under the age of 40, (laughs) you've probably heard of it, right? Right. I would say so. I mean, and for those that haven't, the one or two out there that have not, it's basically a video game um, that you start in the air and you fly out into this world and it's last man standing. You try and take out the other players and whoever is the last one alive wins and you, and you just run around and do that. Um, and that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. But what, what makes it interesting, Tony, is that this is free. It's free. You don't buy the game. You can play for free. So anyone listening can pick up I mean, you have to have uh, some sort of gaming system, but you could play on a computer. You can play on an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever system you have. Uh, you could play on your phone or a tablet. 
and play against everybody. And that's what's interesting is that it's free. And how is that possible? And what is why is it so popular? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's called a third-person shooter game, and uh, it's it's crazy how popular it is. Uh, I cannot believe how, and I've heard, and I know I've seen it firsthand. Not only is it popular, but it's addictive. Yeah, I mean, it's That's right. addictive. I mean, we're talking about on the level with cigarettes, addictive. Right. I see um, that signs of that even personally. Now, I played it um, just to try it out, and it was pretty interesting. But I've been, I've played games like that before, before. Well, not not like so advanced, but back when they first came out, I used to play games like that, and um, and I you know my kids are into it, and um, I see how people can get addicted to it, and I and I read articles on it, and even when my kids are playing, time goes by so quickly for them. It's like, hey, you've been on for a half hour. It's time to let your brother play. Freak out mode. Wait, I, I'm in the middle of a game. I, we, we got a good clan or whatever they got. You know, they're playing with uh-huh. their friends. And that's the other interesting part. Not only is it free, but it's a social game. It's addictive, but you also can play with your friends. So you could team up. So, you know, my kids will come home from school and be like, I want to go and play because, you know, uh, so-and-so is going to get on. They said everyone's getting on at five. We're going to join together and play in the team. And, and uh, or we're going to just join this little playground, they call it, and, and no one else but them can be in it and they can, you know, play with each other. And so they're talking on headsets in this thing. And it's like and then it becomes really, well, who's not playing it? You know, why aren't you playing it? You're that kid, you know, peer pressure. So it's social. It's addictive. It's peer pressure and it's free. So what is going on here? And, and that's exactly the crazy part about it is. That's what's making it so interesting to all these kids. And I say kids, you're right, Tony. A lot of adults play it too. Um, I would assume not as much as kids because I don't, I don't know, actually. I, I don't know the demographics of it, but I have a feeling it skews toward kids uh, in K-12. Not, you know, not kindergarten, but you know, people still in high school and, and you know, junior high. Yeah, I think it starts around probably around fifth or sixth grade in some mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. And goes all the it keeps going up. The biggest chunk probably stops around twenty five, but I know there are twenty five to forty five year olds out there playing it, which is crazy. Uh, but there's a financial aspect too, even though you say it's free. I mean, uh, a lot of an expert, um, the editor I know, uh, Jam and Warren, the editor of the Culture and Gaming magazine, Kill Screen. Uh, said, think of Fortnite as a visual form of media, visual social media. And why my, I, I asked my kids, I, I said, Adam and Anna, my two kids, my youngest and my oldest, uh, 13 and 19, okay? She's almost 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shouldn't probably even let her play at 13, but uh, she's a mature 13-year-old and she's almost 14. So she plays along with my son who's 19. And I asked them, why do you like playing this game so much more? You've ignored your other games ever since this came out and used to play like five or six different games or at least two or three. Now you just play this one. What makes this so much better? And the main thing they cite is it's easy enough to be fun yet at the same time poses a challenge. That's always big with any video game. But the difference is, is the social aspect of it. You can play other games with friends, but usually it's like I'll play then hand the control over to another, or you got to line up a few people. Fortnite, mm-hmm. there's always a hundred different people. You wait for a round to start. There's a hundred different people, uh, and it goes down to the last person standing. So you're competing against a hundred different people 
all over the country. And there's different uh, games within Fortnite you can play. And you, you say, hey, we're going to go on on this time and start playing Fortnite. And your friends go on and you're talking with them. So mm-hmm. there is a huge social aspect. Well, my kids, when they play, they don't talk to their friends. They scream. They're screaming yes. at the TV. <laughs> look, look over there. There's a guy over there. There's a guy over there. You know, like, it's like crazy. My wife can't yeah. stand it. We have to, I'm thinking about soundproofing the room. And what they, what they don't realize is they have the headphones on like we do when we do the radio. And um, you just don't realize how loud you are. And, and, you know, and it's really high intensity. You know, the kids are running around. There's a bunch of people. So, it, and I think you're right. They like it because they can play with their friends, against their friends. My kids used to like to play FIFA soccer, you know. Yeah. Um, my boys would play on the same team or I would join. We'd go two on two. But now it's they would rather sit and watch their brother play and wait for their turn on this game, which is a single-person game. But it's not single-person. It's single-person at the TV. It's multiplayer with their friends outside. Yeah. So um, now you're right. They used to play a whole bunch of different games, and those other games were 50 60 80 bucks. This yeah. game is free. So yeah. it's like, what's going on here? And how do they do that? Now, you remember Candy Crush? I never played it, but that was a big one. I Candy never Crush? played it either, but that when, when uh, smartphones got popular and everybody had an iPhone, Candy Crush was a huge thing. And I had so many friends that were addicted to it. I've never played it. I'm not a big game player myself, especially on my phone. Uh, I used to like to play Madden football on the Xbox with my son. Uh, but, uh, that was kind of fun or a car racing game, but I've always tried to sway my kids away from these first person shooters, but yeah, candy crush was huge. Right. And, and it was free. And I, I knew my, I think my mom played it. That's when, you know, it's re- it's like, you know, yeah. when my mom says, Is, yeah. should I be buying gold? That's when I know to sell gold. My mom says, should I be getting Bitcoin? That's when I know to sell Bitcoin. You know, it's gotten right. that far reach, but she was playing candy crush and I don't know, I think it's like a Tetris or something. I don't even know, but they, that was also free, just like Fortnite, but they had what they call in-game purchases, mm-hmm. in-app that's where purchases, they made the money. or microtransactions, as it's right. called now. And that's what the Fortnite game does. So you can really play for free, and I do. I play for free. My kids play for free. But if you want to buy money, uh, or you can actually buy credits, and I think they call it V-Bucks yep, in the V-Bucks, game. V-Bucks, yep. And you can actually use real money to buy V-Bucks, and then V-Bucks you use to buy stuff in the game. And the stuff in the game that these kids buy, or that adults buy too, it's all cosmetics. Yeah, it's just it's skins. All, it's just it, the appearance of their character. It's a new outfit or new armor or new helmet. Or, you know, it's all cosmetic. It's just, they call them skins. And they buy a new skin for their character uh, for, you know, they buy, buy for nine ninety nine you get X amount of V-Bucks. And for that, you can get a skin or a couple skins. So uh, my kids have never done that either. So it's, it's not real heavy on the uh, in-game purchase like some are. I think Candy Crush really, like, if you wanted to level up, you pretty much had to spend some money. But right, uh, right, and and it, that's it, the difference between Fortnite is you don't have to buy it in order to be good. Right, you just got to play a lot. But if you buy it, it's just to make yourself look cool, not necessarily improve your gameplay. Yeah, and which is fascinating, which brings us back to the social aspect. Is you want and peer pressure? Oh, you know, you know, Jennifer just bought this lollipop axe. It looks like a lollipop that she's able to cut trees with. And I still got a stupid looking hatchet or whatever it is. I want the lollipop one. That's cool. And then so you have to use real money to buy these things. And it's fascinating. 
<laughs> or you know the the floss that dance that these kids do i cannot stand you know that yep. that where they smack their arm. <laughs> Yeah. Now I sound like the curmudgeon, right? But they do that stupid dance, but you can pay. I think it, it might be something you have to pay. You can pay that if you want your character in the Fortnite game can do that dance too. And so you pay for skins, which is like what they look like. And you can pay for emotes, they call them. Yep. Which is, you know, the different actions you do can make your dances, character do. The emotes, yeah. It's crazy. And in-game purchase, I always had a problem with that. And uh, games on your phone are infamous for that. If they're free... Chances are they're going to kill you with ads or try to get you to, in order to play the game successfully, you're going to have to spend money. Uh, and I think that's kind of a scam. And Fortnite's really avoided that and yet has become the most popular video game from what I hear of all time. So uh, I, I just think that this is a huge phenomenon right now. And like everything, you know, everything has its day. Uh, you know, it, it won't last forever more than likely, but right now uh, it doesn't appear to be waning. And then I don't know if you're you plan on touching on this, but uh, you've been mentioning a couple of times now that people enjoy watching other people play, and that is a huge difference with Fortnite. Now, there's always been people that like to watch people play video games. However, this is huge. I know people in offices. I have friends in offices, and I've heard about people who get in trouble at work because they're addicted or they sit there during their lunch hour and they can go on uh, Twitch, which is a video game channel, and all they do is watch people play games of Fortnite. And the people that put up their their Fortnite games are making millions of dollars, and I'm not kidding, from viewers because viewers uh, donate to their channels. Fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel, Dolphin Financial Group, and I do educational videos on uh, financial topics. Um, I think which what I'm going to do is... I'm going to videotape myself playing Fortnite and getting crushed and put that on there and say, you know, this is how not to play. <laughs> right. And maybe I'll get some followers and get paid somehow. I don't know how they do that. Um, yeah. People I respect, like, are addicted to watching other people play it. Like, oh, I've never played it, but I like watching. Uh, in fact, Mitch, who edits the show, he likes to watch sometimes. And I said, why? It's just, it's not that exciting to watch. It's somewhat interesting. It's the commentary. Uh, like some guys are really good and they make commentary or they tease other players or, you know, some guys are really bad and they, they try to mess up the good players. Everybody has an angle and it's more like listening to a morning show or watching, a, you know, a variety show where, you know, it's two comedians talking on a podcast because what you're doing is you're listening to the, the people who are funny. And that's why a lot of times people watch them is for the comedy. That's a good point. Or there might be kids watching to learn about tactics. There could be educational videos. Oh, for sure. I, a lot of I people actually do that saw. As well. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's legit. And my wife mentioned it because she saw the same article about how some uh, some parents are buying coaching lessons for their kids on Fortnite. I saw that too. I saw an article about that. Parents can buy Fortnite coaches for their kids. I think. Uh, that actually made me want to gag. Right well, think there. about it. What's going on there? I mean, I know people that pay for pitching coaches for baseball or, you know, you know, they get, you know, swim lessons. So they know kids know how to swim. Why would you pay for someone to learn to be better at Fortnite? You know, my wife and I have disagreements about it, but we think we're both on the same page. We'd rather have our kid playing in the mud outside than playing Fortnite. 
just just to get out. Well, maybe not in the hot Florida sun. That's the problem. It's easy to stay inside in Florida. But um, why would you pay for a kid to be get that get better at it? I think I think it's just that kids don't. I think it's because they don't want their kids to stink at anything. They don't want their kid to be the guy that stinks. So they pay. I mean, come on. What's there's nothing wrong with coming in second or last. You don't have to have a ribbon. You know, not everyone has to be the winner. Let your kid fail at something, especially if they're going to fail at something that best be Fortnite than then, then reading or math. Well, yeah, so. it's crazy. <laughs> the level that, I mean, anything that gets to that level where parents would even hire somebody to help their kids get better at a, a video game is beyond belief. I, I worry about where we're headed as a, as a society at that point. I know where we're heading. We're going to have, we're going to open up a business, Tony. It's going to be, you pay us to get your kid to stop playing Fortnite. Yeah. We'll come up with fun things for them to do outside of the gaming. Yeah. And, the, you know, the New Yorker and even the New York Times had an article on Fortnite, and they talked about somebody my son always talks about, and that uh, a medium, the big star of Fortnite is a guy call, who calls himself Ninja, and he right. is a professional Fortnite player, and they say, they report, this is in the New Yorker and the New York Times, he makes more than a half a million dollars a month by streaming his Fortnite sessions and his commentary on Twitch, which is a video game channel you can watch. It's owned by Amazon. And his YouTube channel has over 10 million subscribers. He even hosted a Fortnite term tournament in Las Vegas. I think I saw that. That was earlier this year, right? Yep. And they had like 57 or 60 million people tune in or something. And, and uh, yeah, That's uh, like several hundred thousand people uh, uh, wanted to go, but uh, over a million uh, tuned into the Twitch stream. It's insane. I, I, you know, we're missing something here, Tony. We should be putting this on video. And, and you know, you know, all the young kids would love to watch us talk about financial stuff. We could be, we're sitting on a gold mine, aren't we? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. I mean, you, you could actually, there should be a stock. They should go public and you, we could invest uh, in the popularity of, you know, there should be a ninja stock or a Fortnite stock. No, this, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Fortnite. So people are paying money, donating. I guess they get YouTube clicks or whatever, maybe advertisements on well, the video. Well, on Twitch, you can donate to a Twitch channel uh, and it, there's just a donate button. And he's literally making. A half million to five hundred thousand a month by people donating. That's what he's averaging. Just because he's good at a video game and has good funny commentary, maybe I don't know. I that, have to watch. That is, now. he's the best at it of anyone, supposedly, and uh, he's very his. I guess it's really entertaining to watch him and listen to him. And he has celebrities like the rapper Drake hmm. played on a game with him, and so many people tuned in to see that. Uh, all these uh, high-end media people like Drake and Beyonce and all these other people, um, famous people, are begging, like, can I go on? I forget. I don't know who it was. Uh, not Ben Stiller, but Ben Affleck. or You know, some actors and singers have appeared on his feed playing with him, you know. And they're probably terrible at it, so it's funny. Yes, so people exactly. Like um, and but they a lot ride of his coattails refer to Ninja as America's number one entertainer, and that's not just a, that's wow. not just a joke. It, they have a social interactions, which is a measure of all social media likes, comments, yeah, shares, yeah, right. and views. And right. Ninja has been number one. See, that's 
that's why we're talking about it today because it's a phenomenon that's taken over the place. People need to know about it just yeah. because you don't want to you don't want to be that you know not in touch. But I think also we need to be aware that there is money to be made in something like this, so it's not all counterproductive. But you got to watch the kids getting too involved. Yeah, they can get addicted to watching ninja. Is his name? They can they yeah. can get addicted to watching ninja videos. You're right. Not like exactly. not like uh, um, you know like old school ninja videos. We're talking about the guy's name is ninja. You said so. This is crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to ask my kids about it, and they're going to laugh at Of course I know. I remember my my son's a swimmer. One well, of my oldest is a swimmer. And uh, he, he, I think he said Michael Phelps was playing uh, Fortnite or something on one of them. He oh, yeah. Or I'm some sure. swimmer was. And he was like, oh, you got to watch it. I'm like, I'm not interested. I don't really want to watch you play, let alone someone I don't know. No. Yeah. It's I've watched my kids play a bit, and it just, yeah, I, I can't fathom being entertained by watching or even listening to somebody else play a video game but you know we should take a break and then come back and i want to watch you try to really bring in the financial tips for our listeners sounds good (laughs) all right Uh, (laughs) thanks dan dan before we go on this break though i know you do offer our listeners uh you have a special offer right right we're gonna do some Fortnite training for anyone (laughs) no no who's gonna do it your kids you know what i am gonna do i am gonna i'm gonna get my kids to when we get back, we're going to talk about some uh, some pretty cool other cool features of Fortnite, which we didn't really discuss, and um, and I'm going to put some video up on YouTube, so that might be interesting. Oh yeah! If you guys aren't aware of it, Dolphin Financial Group, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, just go to YouTube and type, uh, type in Dolphin Financial Group. You can also subscribe to these uh, podcasts at dolphinfinancialgroup.com. So check those out. When we get back, I want to talk about something that really annoys my kids, but I think everyone else will get a kick out of. All right. Sounds great, Dan. Listeners, stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Dolphin Financial Radio and our host, Dan Wendell, after this. When I first started in this industry as a stock trader, a close friend and coworker approached me and told me he was going to tell me the secret to success. He went on to ask me, hey, Dan, do you know how to make a small fortune in the stock market? No, I said. Tell me. He said, You simply start with a large fortune and work your way down from there. I still laugh at that joke today. However, what I don't find funny is when I meet people in or near retirement who are losing money in the stock market that they can't afford to lose. If you are invested in the stock market, you need to know why. Do you know why you are in the market? Are you comfortable with the ups and downs? Is it part of your retirement plan? Without knowing why you are invested the way you are, planning for retirement is almost impossible. Take control of your financial future and start planning today. And welcome back to Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell of the Dolphin Financial Group. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, Dan, you said you had some other facts you wanted to throw out there about this Fortnite video game phenomenon and how it's affecting us and then uh, some maybe some last minute financial tips on the show yeah so we mentioned that they make money by not charging for the game but by charging for in-app purchases or cool stuff as it were cosmetics and uh, they also have this thing called battle pass which i think uh, we owned we uh, my son convinced me he got money for his birthday and said i should be able to spend it on what i want and he's like i'm gonna spend it on uh, candy. I was like, well, all right, let's go 10 bucks on this battle pass. And what it does is allows him to earn more cool stuff quicker. 
So they add challenges to it and time constraints. So it's again, building up this, this, um, social pressure to do well and it makes the game more enjoyable. But one thing that you can do is play for free always. And whenever I play with them and I'll sometimes jump in and grab the controller when he's playing with his friends. And then, you know, all of a sudden it's, they call it a noob skin. Yeah. You know, my kids call me a noob. And, uh, when I play all the other guys are all decked out with the funny costumes and I'm just like the basic boring, you know, <laughs> GI that they have as their yep. main soldier. And I still hold my own. And they're like, so now that's becoming an interesting trend is being able to beat people with a noob skin. Cause it's like, Oh, is that guy a fake noob or is he really a noob? And it's like, these kids are, it's fascinating. The whole social dynamics of this thing. Yeah. I find it fascinating, but I want to talk about the money part of it because, um, it's easy for people to get sucked into spending money without knowing it. And when I say people, I mean the kids usually. So what you want to do as a parent is make sure you, you don't have um, the account linked. If you have like an Xbox like we do, I link my um, PayPal account to make purchases. But in order for my kids or anybody to make a purchase on that account, they have to put in a certain code, which only I know. So my kids can't buy anything knowingly or unknowingly. Um, and so you got to make sure you do that. Yeah. If you're going to allow grandkids or kids to play or even anyone else, you just want to make sure you don't, you know, because the next thing you know, you know, you get a bill for 50 bucks on some. <laughs> and, and Hey, I'll tell you what, your grandkids, uh, she's, she's got some really sweet um, looking clothes on then that in that game Fortnite, but you're out 50 bucks. Um, you want to make sure you set that up ahead of time, but, uh, and watch out for the addictive nature of it. Um, you know, in my household, we instituted a rule that when school's in session, they can't play. So they can only play on weekends. And then on weekends, they have a long list of things they need to do prior to. Um, so it's just like anything else in life. You got to, have it in moderation. Don't get swept up in it. Yeah. Um, now, will adults, how do we relate this to retirement planning? That's, ooh, there's a tricky question because you know I am a retirement planner. Maybe it doesn't have to relate to retirement planning. Maybe it's just cool to know. You want to be in the know in retirement. Um, you might find yourself caught up. That would be an interesting uh, game, Tony. We find a game, we create a game that would be socially uh, addicting for retirees. They have the time, right? We find <laughs> there's a market, there's an untapped market there. I think you're onto something. <laughs> Maybe we'll come up with a unique golf game. Yeah. Either you're on something or you're onto something. I don't know which. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say is Fortnite is here to stay. Now I don't think it's going to be here to stay, Tony. I'm guessing that in a couple of years we won't even, we'll remember it, but people won't be playing it anymore. How crazy is that? That yeah. could easily happen. I would give it, in this I, I think it'll have a longer tail than that, maybe five years overall until everybody's forgotten about it. But, um, you know, I think for the next couple of years, it'll be still pretty big. I mean, Minecraft is still around uh, and that was kind of a similar phenomenon, uh, but it's not popular like it used to be. But you can still buy Minecraft toys and Legos. And once in a while, my kids will mention it not very often. So I think, and that's been at least five years. That's been longer than five years. So I'm thinking maybe five years, but it's not going to stay. I mean, there's something else. Uh, depends on how soon something else bigger comes along. 
Yeah, the and it'll be another. What's the next most bigger uh, um, game game or addiction? You know that we can capitalize on. Um, now, what if you wanted to invest in it? Uh, could you could you actually own Fortnite stock? Um, you know, no, actually, um, it's made by a company called Epic Games. Yep, um, and that's not publicly traded, so you really can't. Um, own that but there is a company uh 10 cent holdings uh which is chinese company by the way um they own 40 percent stake in the company so you could buy 10 cent holdings publicly <laughs> and own 40 percent of Fortnite, the actual game um wow. manufacturer so you can invest in it if you want to capitalize on this craze well, there you go there's a i'm not suggesting anyone do that by the way i am an investment advisor uh that was not to be construed as actual investment advice no i'm just saying if you thought that was what you wanted yeah, to if do, somebody so actually could. wanted to probably not recommended but you know uh that's up to you and it's just a fact that you could possibly do that. there is a chain that somewhat leads but not directly you can't directly invest in fortnite or even its parent company but there is a company that owns 40% of that parent company that you can invest in. That's all you're saying. You're not recommending people do that, right? Right. And what if what if they build a Chinese version of the game? Imagine that. All the, you know, people that live in China. Oh, man, that could be crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I think so, I, I think that um yeah, that's the one thing about video games though. It doesn't really it it it's international already because, yeah, no, you know, there's no boundaries, right? Yeah. I mean, people in, I think people in other countries are playing it just in groups amongst themselves. So they all understand each other. You know, it's not always in English, but uh, what an amazing game. I, I mean, I think part of it is that it's, I think the biggest thing that helped it become so huge is that it's free. So finances mm -hmm. are again, uh, behind its success. And this time it's because they're not charging for it. Right. But you know what, instead of charging money up front, 50 bucks for the game, they're getting millions of millions of people addicted to it. And of those, a small portion will be willing to spend money to make it look cooler. Yep. And those will add up to more than what if they exactly. paid 50. To, so there's different ways to monetize it. And that's a whole different story. But uh, if you also want to invest, you might consider investing in uh, companies that specialize in helping metacarpal syndrome or people that have... Uh, hand problems because they play games too much yeah <laughs> maybe I that uh, is another possible way to invest a psychologist in the group <laughs> child psychology um, yeah you know addiction uh, <laughs> companies yeah, it is hugely yeah. addictive so if you don't have a lot of spare time don't start playing it that's my recommendation yeah that's right that's right stay away that's the, that's going to be the final call on this show <laughs> that's but, the final call stay away well dan this is an interesting topic i'm glad you brought it up because it's just anyone with grandkids or kids uh, has probably heard about it or seen the effects of Fortnite. and it is interesting now i know you have another great topic for us on next week's show but this has been a good one why don't you let our listeners know one more time how to get a hold of you before we go easiest way is to um Give us a call, 888-508-5935. It'll cost you zero V-Bucks, Fortnite currency, <laughs> to give me a call. Or you just go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and connect with us that way. And uh, as a quick note, Tony, I'm going to invite everyone to check out the YouTube channel. I think very soon I'm going to throw a YouTube video of of uh, me trying to do the floss um, on the Fortnite <laughs> 
on the Fortnite game. <laughs> Dance. <laughs> All right. That I that I would actually pay money for. Uh, you might want to put a donate button on your YouTube site. Anyway, I'll, I'll let you go, Dan. Uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in. Great show today. Uh, had a lot of fun talking about this phenomenon. And again, listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio with our host, Dan Wendell. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at DolphinFinancialGroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.